Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1877. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today, I'm in Flemington, New Jersey, with a very special guest by the name of Rudy Sam. So, Rudy, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Bring it on, Mark. Let's do this. We'll have some fun. Now, before I give you a proper introduction, what's one little thing that most people may not know about you, Rudy? Well, my best way to relax is when I'm in the garage detailing one of my cars. <laughs> I understand. It's just a, a mindless task that I could be Q-tipping something or waxing something, and I could just take my mind off of everything else, and that's that's always been a great relaxation technique for me. Oh, yeah. Works for me, too. I've been detailing cars since I started my own detailing business when I was 14 years <laughs> old. So, you know, I should have kept count of how many cars I've detailed. Uh, I think it would blow me away. And of course, I, I went on to work for 20 plus years at Creo's Garage and developed the car care line that they have and detailed a lot more cars and helped a lot of people get that uh, garage therapy time, as I used to call it. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice way to kind of just drift away. Or these days, you can listen to audiobooks or podcasts while you're out there in the garage and yeah, escape from the world and all exactly. it has to throw at us. So I love it. <laughs> I think we're going to get along fine. Let me give you a proper introduction. We're going to dive into what you're doing. Rudy Samsel is the co founder of guyswithrides.com, a dealer-free community and auction site for collector car enthusiasts to buy and sell vintage rides at the lowest prices in the industry. In the past two years, Rudy has grown Guys With Rides from just a handful of friends to a fast-growing community of tens of thousands of fellow enthusiasts just like you and me. He has worked on cars since before he could drive, and many days, like he said, you'll find him in his garage playing with his collector cars. His past careers include industrial engineering, marketing, and sales analytics guys with rides has redefined online collector car auctions to benefit buyers and sellers alike and connect to like-minded automotive enthusiasts gals too i suppose absolutely we'll be back in just a minute but first a word from our valued sponsors keep the seatbelts on one of your vehicle's interior surfaces that gets a lot of abuse is your dashboard the sun beats down and those damaging uv rays cause massive heat cycles resulting in color changes and sometimes cracks. My friends at Covercraft have a great solution for you and for me. Their custom-tailored dash mats protect your dash from heat buildup while providing a stylus solution. You can choose from a variety of styles and colors, including carpet, suede mat, that's the one I have for my vehicles, Carhartt limited edition velour mats, and the Ultimat for trucks and SUVs. Another great benefit of your Covercraft dash mat is that it eliminates the harsh glare the sun produces from your dash to the inside of your windshield, which can make driving a hazard. Covercraft's dash mat design center is located in Arizona, where they know about harsh sun. I've got a special deal for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21 at Covercraft.com, you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Just use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I was tired of my rates for my collector car insurance going up every year for no explainable reason. 
my carrier seemed to be turning into a media company versus an insurance company, and I realized that a portion of my policy premium was paying for all those so-called free media goodies. So I did my homework, I talked to knowledgeable collectors, shopped around, and discovered American Collectors Insurance. They've been serving the collector car hobby since 1976. You last that long by properly serving your customers' insurance need, not with a lot of fluff. ACI is ranked the number one online collector car insurance provider according to Google, Trustpilot, Facebook, and they offer their real person guarantee live support. No never-ending phone loops when you need help. Plus, because you don't use your classic car as a daily driver, you could save up to 40% compared to regular auto insurance. American Collectors Insurance provides agreed value policies. So if you experience a total loss to your collector vehicle or it's stolen, you'll be paid the amount listed on your declaration page, less any deductibles, of course. No ifs, ands, or buts. Give them a call today and ask for your free quote at 866-A-C-I-Y-E-A-H. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Greens, at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. All right, Rudy, we are back. So let's dive a little deeper into the corner. I'd love for you to share a little bit more about your background and then what led up to launching this new website and how much fun you're having with us. So let's kind of take a walk through your career first and how it evolved into what you're doing today, because you've moved through a couple different things in your career path, right? Yes, I've, I've been blessed. I started out in industrial engineering right out of my undergrad and enjoyed that. Uh, that morphed into packaging engineering. And from there, I worked with a lot of marketing professionals, and that morphed eventually into um, my career in mar- marketing analytics. From that, I've always professionally, up until two years ago, I kept my professional career in one place, but my automotive passion uh, as my hobby after work. You know, it's, I think we're about the same age. Yep. Uh, I was a, at a point in my career where there was a major downsizing happening, and I realized that I, I needed to expand my analytical skills. And one of them, uh, one of the key ones was uh, learning more about Google Analytics, marketing analytics online, and web analytics. So I started fooling around. I built my own website because every day I was always scouring uh, Craigslist looking for uh, various cars. I think a lot of us uh, enthusiasts do that. My kids will tell you, even at their youngest age, I'd say, oh, look at this one, look at that one. <laughs> yeah. So I started posting that on the website, just playing around, trying to strictly to try and learn how that translates into growing a website in analytics. Well, sure enough, I uh, was downsized a little over two and a half years ago. I was at a stage in my career and my uh, personal life where I said, you know, I want to do something that uh, I could get paid for enjoying my passion. So I thought, let's try this. And my wife actually came up with the, the nickname Guys With Rides because I was always hanging out with um, guys with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now I had this free time of uh, being in between careers and um, made this my passion. And every every morning I'd get up and scour the Internet for cars. And I decided to make daily themes. So I, I do it six days a week where I have a daily theme. So this morning was Malaise Monday where it's any car <laughs> I like yeah. from 72 to 84. Yep. So every day somebody, everybody likes that theme because it also helps specialize and look forward to certain days if, you, if you're if you into one particular genre versus another. Just from there, I've been 
growing a community and uh, just this morning I looked at the uh, one of the syndicated sources and we're we're about to break the hundred thousandth uh, wow. biggest global internet uh, site and we're now in the uh, we're under 20 the top 25,000 in the US so I'm quite pleased from taking a website that was nothing more than my wife and my a couple of friends looking at to uh, to something that's really growing and that's really how it began you know it's wonderful turning an avocation into a vocation and uh, not unlike what what I did uh, I love talking to people about their cars and so forth and turn it into a podcast you've turned it into a website it's a really testament to the opportunity that exists today to create these online businesses, whether it starts with a blog or a podcast or what you're mm-hmm. doing, online auctions, whatever it might be, there are so many opportunities these days, and it's relatively inexpensive. Now, it takes time. So Rudy is at the computer a lot. I'm at the computer a lot. But, mm-hmm. you know, what you did was pretty much what my whole theme is about, um, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, people that have done exactly what you're doing, how to wrap your passion into a livelihood and into your career. And I'm so, so happy to have you share this story. So let's talk a little bit more. I love the Malays Monday because I'm part of a Malays Facebook group. <laughs> and it's not, it's a interesting period of time because most of us think of that period of time as being kind of boring, blase cars, but that's the fun that is in that. And that group of people I interface with, whenever I see one of their cars, I always pull over my, my wife, Jill will go, why are you taking a picture of that car? I go, what? <laughs> for the Malays guys, you know, it's kind of a cool deal. Yep. So tell us some more of the unique things that you're doing on your website. So one of the things I, I saw as an opportunity was whenever all of these various websites I would look at, particularly ones where you could buy and sell cars on, I noticed a proliferation of dealers on them. And not that I have anything against dealers. I think you know there's plenty of opportunities for them and there's a lot of good ones out there selling good cars. But I wanted to really create a true oasis for just individual car enthusiasts mm-hmm. where they could buy and sell in a um, in that dealer free oasis and that's really was the uh, the start of guys with rides and knowing even even before covid i was always fascinated with the costs of particularly traditional auctions, I get that it's a it's a huge event to put on with a lot of costs in it. But uh, for the individual small collector like me who has maybe a couple of cars in their garage, it's a lot of money to part with to get your car. Uh, to buy and sell cars at a traditional auction. So I thought with the advent of, uh, like you said, uh, the the ability to uh, create a business online and what, what, what I, I did know about technology, I said, okay, let's try to keep the cost out of this as much as possible and pass that back on to um, to the buyers and sellers. And that's what we've been doing. It's actually interesting with COVID. Everybody talks about COVID right over the past 18 months. It's been a blessing from one perspective where when people had nothing to do and were online, my site grew from that because I was offering content every day, much like yourself. <laughs> As did my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but then on the other part of it, the acceptance in my business plan, I thought probably by now I would have to uh, perhaps get a physical address, another office, and and do it that way. But really, everybody's taking a step back, including us, and saying, "Why do we need to do that? We we can run this right from our residence as yeah. a, and and, uh, and and do it that way, and 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 continue to pass those costs on, cost savings on, I should say, to uh, our customers." Yeah, let's talk a little bit about what's gone on here because as the last six eight months have gone by, car prices, used car. Prices 
prices specifically and the collector car market has really re-blossomed, if you will. Even the high mm -hmm. end, and I won't get into the blue chip cars because there's always going to be a very tight market for those really, really high end cars. But let's talk about cars that are more within reach, anywhere between 10000 and let's say $50,000, somewhere in there. There's certainly plenty of other cars that are beyond that. But you look at auctions, Barrett-Jackson keeps breaking records, opening new auctions where, you know, we just are in the middle of car week here, uh, all the big auction mm -hmm. houses. But again, those guys are selling these blue chip, very expensive cars that a normal guy like me goes, well, I wish, but uh, that's out of my reach. What are you seeing on your site with car prices in this low, I'll say lower level, but it's still real money for many of us to write a check for right. 25 to 50 grand for a toy, uh, if you will. Are you seeing the same thing that I'm seeing that things have really exploded? And, and even for basic cars you want to use to commute in, everything's gone up 20, 30, 40%. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen some of it go up a little bit. I think there's strong interest in the car hobby. I will, I will agree with that, mm -hmm. that people are very much into it. The past year, I think you're seeing people wanting to get out and do things that they've been probably finding excuses not to in the past. And so they're making it happen. And I think uh, a lot of people, because they were stuck at home, if they still maintain their level of income and were, had the, were blessed to be able to work from home, they candidly were able to save a lot of money. And that's what you're seeing, I think, in some of these bigger auctions. And, and to some extent on our site as well, that, that people have money to splurge on a collector car that they might not have before. I think you're exactly right. People didn't go out to eat. They didn't travel. They didn't take mm -hmm. their family vacations. And so they just saved and saved. And again, those who were fortunate enough to keep their jobs and didn't have to worry about income, uh, which is still a fair number of people. A lot of people figured out ways around this. I have a lot of guests on my show that figured mm -hmm. out how to create new entities like what you're doing. Uh, just interviewed yesterday an author of a book who said, you know, I wasn't really affected by this. I just stayed home and wrote my book. I was very fortunate mm -hmm. uh, compared to other people who lost their jobs. So I think it's a fascinating phenomenon. Now, you mentioned special things that you do each day. You mentioned Malay's Monday. What are some of the other fun things that you've been doing on a daily <laughs> basis? So, uh, I'll go right through them. So you have Malays Monday. Tomorrow will be Trucking Tuesday. So that's yep. trucks and vans and SUVs that I find uh, of interest. Wednesday, it, you'll you'll be surprised. It's arguably the most popular day. It's Wagon Wednesday. Wagons. So it's classic station wagons. Yeah. yeah. People love wagons. So Thursday is Topless Thursday. Okay. And no, it's not what you think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Classic convertibles. Yep. Friday is my wild card. I call that free-for-all Friday. So I'll pick any car. If I see a nice car that doesn't fit into the any of the other categories, that's where it'll go on uh, on Fridays. And then finally, Saturdays, uh, that, I call that sports car Saturday. I was hoping for the sports I'll, car day there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the day. I have a very big following on that because that's the day when I pick cars that I'd like to just, as soon as I finish the newsletter, head out in one of the beautiful roads in, uh, here in New Jersey yeah. and, um, you know, take it out and carve the, the country roads we're around. Is there ever uh, like a, a day featured to oddballs, just really weird, quirky stuff that comes along? No, it's, if, if they fall in the theme, if you see that, it might be Friday. I still, one of the biggest ones is a... Stewart of I've ever had, and and you were to do the the analytics on it. I had a Stewart and Stevenson converted army truck, and if you if you know what this is, it's a huge army truck. That's a uh, it's it's a four by four, and on the back of it, it has like a command center. Oh wow! That was used in the military, so an air conditioned box, if you will, and 
what people are doing with these, with the whole off-roading cra- or um, ah, what's the word? Turning it into for? an outland, an overlander, overland vehicle. Yeah. And this one particular one I found, the gentleman had, had done exactly that. He put some windows in this command center and converted it to a cabin, overland cabin, if you will. Yeah. And that's still to this day, I get a lot of hits every day on that. It's um, fun. People, yeah, so. people can get creative for sure. I always like to ask my guests about a driving inspiration, somebody that was a key mentor in your life. Somebody that was very influential and, and helped you either in your past career or in the current one. Who would that be? Well, right now, I, I, without a doubt, since I started, since I said I want to do this next, it's been my wife. Nurse Nancy has been uh, my inspiration every day. And the two words she keeps, she'll always say is keep going. And if you got to meet her, she's a straight shooter like me. And I can always bounce ideas off of her. And I have some oddball ideas all the time. And she'll just look at me with a straight face. Doesn't <laughs> sugarcoat anything. And uh, so currently, she's uh, she's my uh, not only the co-founder, but uh, she's the one that makes me uh, really want to get up every morning and do this and keep going when I think maybe it's time I should stop. Yep. But uh, I'm glad I keep doing it. Well, you're very fortunate for sure to have that kind of support. If somebody else was going to jump ship, get out of the career path they've been in that maybe they're just not that happy with, how would you advise them to move forward? Do it. You <laughs> pretty, never know what tomorrow simple. brings. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Try to figure it out and and just do it. I've been, I've been blessed for a couple of reasons on why I was able to do it. But if if you're not happy at what you're doing, you're only going to be more miserable as time progresses. And at some point you have to, you have to do things to make yourself happy so that you can be happy around everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, words of wisdom, especially if, uh, I mean, the pandemic we just all went through and it's still lingering in some respects, uh, mm-hmm. taught us all that, uh, you know, every day is a special day. And, uh, if you're not doing what you're happy with, you need to find a way to do it. And, and I always tell people, maybe you can't just quit your job. You might have a lot of right. obligations like a family and a mortgage exactly. and who knows what, but there are ways to start a side hustle as a lot of people call it, or, you know, so many hours in a day. And if you work eight hours a day or like many professionals, 10 hours a day, there's still another 14 hours left. Uh, now exactly. you got to sleep a little bit, but you know, my point being is don't waste your time. Uh, find a little niche every day, every evening, maybe get up extra early in the morning. I've had plenty of my guests who become very successful. They get up at four, they work for two hours before they went to their day job, worked for two hours at night. There's half a workday, basically four hours right. right there just to start tackling. And the other piece of advice I ask people is if you're going to start something like what I'm doing, I've had plenty of people say, Mark, how did you get into this? How do I do this? I've even helped some people start their own podcast. Reach out to people like me about uh, Rudy and many of the other guests I've had and ask them, how'd you do this? And mm-hmm. most of us car folks are eager and very happy to share our success with others, right? True. Very true. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's take a short break. We come back. I want to talk about a big challenge because everything we do in life has some challenges in the way. So keep that thought in mind. We'll be right back. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual informed, reasoned opinion based on firsthand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. 
That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. What began as a charitable car show has grown into the world's greatest collector car auctions, raising over $133 million for charitable organizations to date. For nearly 50 years, automotive enthusiasts from all over the world have enjoyed the Barrett-Jackson Collector Car Auctions, and I'm a huge fan. Regarded as the barometer of the collector car industry, their auctions are world-class lifestyle events, where thousands of the world's most sought-after unique and valuable automobiles cross the block in front of a global audience, in person, on TV, or streamed online. Barrett-Jackson produces the world's greatest collector car auctions in Scottsdale, Arizona, Palm Beach, Florida, Las Vegas, Nevada, and new for 2021, Houston, Texas. The excitement of Barrett-Jackson auctions is contagious, and a unique experience is not to be missed. Barrett-Jackson, the world's greatest collector car auctions. So, Rudy, let's talk about a big challenge that you faced. Now, this could be something in the past in your career. It could be something when you are tackling this new venture you're into. Share a little bit of a bumpy road with us, but more importantly, what was the light at the end of the tunnel or what was the valuable lesson learned? Well, I think it, it's it's daily. It's I think I've created a product that people um, enjoy once they know about it. So every day the challenge is trying to get build the community and get the word out. Yeah. And it's always every day, like whether it's being on your podcast, trying to get on, on linked and on, and mentioned on another website, it's trying to, or, or doing content for a YouTube channel. It's trying to figure out and executing something that grows the website, mm. bringing back everybody so that they know about it. Every day it's a business challenge. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, you might share a couple of those. You just mentioned them. Getting out there, getting onto podcasts is one way. I, I've introduced a lot of new businesses here and made people aware of businesses. I get emails every week from people saying, thanks for having you know uh, Rudy on your show. I didn't know that existed. This is cool. Or man, I, I bought a part from that company. I didn't even know they were around. What are some other ways that you've learned that have helped make people aware of what you're doing and who you are? Well, one of the biggest things that I, I learned and and there's been a couple instances since I started this where I've reached out for professional help. I mean, and I don't mean uh, <laughs> when I say that, <laughs> I mean uh, some web designers yeah, and uh-huh. and uh, some specialists in SEO, which is search engine optimization. And if I didn't know how to do it, I learned a lot from those experts, hired them for a short period of time, and then I could build on that. And it's amazing if you know the power of search engine optimization, how much you can accomplish without spending the money needed, what people think they need to advertise mm-hmm. online. So that's probably the biggest learning for me is optimizing the website for search engine optimization uh, because it's really the biggest bang for your buck. That would, that would be uh, my advice there. It's certainly um, learning as much as you can about behind the scenes so that you can keep it keep it growing. And um, don't be afraid. I, I, will, I will say this. Don't be afraid to use uh, traditional proven technology. Uh, some one of the best ways I'm getting advertising right now is not through social media. It is good old fashioned print advertising. I, I've been very, uh, I've been pleasantly surprised that that still works in a very targeted group because you know not not everything needs to come from 
all social media all the time. Right. And uh, I think people find it refreshing. So don't be afraid to use the tried and true methods. They're not dead yet. Absolutely. I advertised in several car magazines uh, and found some success there. As long as it's highly targeted and you know your niche, you know your audience, exactly. uh, there's a lot of opportunity there as well. Uh, if you looked ahead in the next two to three years, I won't go any further out because it's very hard to see further out. Uh, heaven forbid something else gets thrown our way, but uh, knock on wood that that does not happen. Uh, what are uh, some or one or two bucket list items you'd like to see your business evolve into? I'd like it to be the go-to site for people that uh, have one or two cars and they want to auction it off or they want to buy cars and they know about guys with rides and they can trust the site enough to know that uh, when they come on, it's a dealer-free experience uh, and they're getting, whether they're selling their car or buying a car, it's the lowest price alternative, uh, either online or um, or traditional uh, 10 auctions. So that's that's my uh, my goal. Yeah, when you look at uh, things like Craigslist and eBay, they've really become just a big advertising venue for dealers. It seems like to me. I mean, you can mm -hmm. you can siphon through and find some individuals, but I've always enjoyed buying my used vehicles from an individual, finding somebody who's like me that really loved their vehicle, took good care of it, versus a dealer who I I won't belittle dealers, but sometimes they'll just tell you whatever you want to hear, or sometimes they exactly. really don't even know what they have, and uh, you kind of go. Hmm, that doesn't sound right, and it usually isn't. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about a special vehicle in your life. You mentioned you have uh, uh, some collector cars, toy cars that you like to play with. Is there one really special vehicle in your past, and what is it? And maybe share a story about that ride. Sure. It's uh, Well, we've had it five years, and it's our 1998 Porsche Boxster. We bought that uh, shortly after we got together. That car, I hope from a Porsche standpoint, I know you have one as well. I hope it stays undervalued and it's one of the best kept secrets <laughs> <laughs> in the Porsche world Yeah, because it is a great handling car. It is a very practical car with the two trunks. And and we hit, we share a great story. My wife and I decided to go to the, you're familiar with the Porsche Parade. Oh yeah, they just, just finished the one in French Lick. Exactly. Um, we didn't go this year, but uh, uh, we went to the 2017 one out in Spokane probably what 10 hours from you and made it made it a two-week excursion uh we called it the trip of the lifetime <laughs> we took our time getting out there and you know went through the dakotas and and, and driving the car performed flawlessly so i sh we showed up on a saturday morning and i was entering the car in a concourse uh so that traditionally is on monday morning so basically we had gone through <laughs> if you can imagine seven days of all kinds of weather oh my god as much as i had the, you know i had uh so i had from saturday when we arrived there until 5 a.m when i had to head to the lawn with this uh you know having to basically clean everything and take apart everything and, and clean it and that little 98 boxster um uh with uh, i think it had about eighty thousand miles on it i tied for third place in wow. a class that yeah class that went from uh, well, the beginning, 97, all the way up to 2003, I think, is what they had in that judging. So I took it as a moral, moral victory. But the the funniest part about that was we were interviewed by a gentleman by the name of Dave Matthews. And the photographer, is, his name is escaping me right now. I'll think of it in a minute. But they ended up doing an interview on us. And uh, it was in uh, uh, the September 2017 issue of Panorama magazine. Oh, cool. Yeah. So our car was featured in that. It's uh, And we just had a great trip coming back. So 
just all of the memories. And it was 6,000 miles in 16 days. Oh my gosh. Oh my, in you that know, little boxer. That's pretty cool. Now that, that that's the first gen boxer. Those came out in 96, I believe. Uh, and that, yep. fir- that first generation ran through 2004. They called it the 986. If all Correct. my numbers are right in my brain here. I remember when that car first came out, it was like, whoa, this is something really cool, really different. And I'll tell you, I, I love those cars. I've always thought that uh, I'd love to have even a Cayman. It's a little, mm-hmm. we're a little weather challenged here. Uh, well, you yep. too are in New Jersey, but instead of the Boxster, but I love the Boxster too. And I've driven both and they're just such a nice, fun handling vehicle. So uh, I'm sure I read that article back in panel, back in uh, <laughs> uh, the, the Spokane Porsche Parade. So very, very cool. Well, I want to crawl into your head then here and ask you this question. Okay. If you were manifest as a vehicle, what would Rudy be and why? <laughs> wow. That's a deep thought. <laughs> a um, deep thought by what was, what was that Life so, by Max Handy. <laughs> right, there you go, Jack Handy. Jack Handy, um, there he is. Yeah. You know, everybody, since I've been doing this even beforehand, everybody refers to me as a straight shooter. You okay. really know where you stand with me. So if if I were going if I were a car, it would probably be something that <laughs> goes very fast in a straight line and probably is a little bit luxurious, but not overtly so. Maybe maybe a few pounds to lose here and there. So I'm thinking a 65 dual quad nail head powered Buick Riviera. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's a classic full-size car that goes very well on a straight line. Yep. And you really know what you've got with it. Rudy Rudy is the straight shooter. <laughs> <laughs> and once once you know the car you're comfortable with it and I uh, that I, I think people are like that with me once they get to know me. I appreciate that. I appreciate you putting some thought to that. <laughs> are there some ways you like to give back to others? Obviously, this website of yours is a great way to help people get into the collector car market in an affordable way and communicate with other like-minded people. Is that your primary way of giving back to people these days? Candidly, right now it is. But I do it in a way, not not only just the website and, and trying to create the marketplace, but some of the other content that I really enjoy is when I can... I can write about and document my experiences and I get a, you know, somebody will read about it and tell me about it. So the one that really resonates with me is a couple of years ago, I put in a, a four post lift in my garage and it's, it's not, it's one thing to get the lift, but there are all kinds of other things you need to do uh, to prepare the garage for that. So I wrote an article on it, put it in our local Porsche club uh, magazine and, um, it was probably about six months later. Actually, about several have reached out to me and said, you know, that article you did basically was a step-by-step guide for me. And I really appreciate you doing it because I never thought about what I had to do for electrical, how I had to modify the doors, all the other things you have to think about before you invest in one of those. So that yeah, that, and a couple of the other cars I have, I've documented on, on the YouTube channel how I fix things. And it, it, it that's how I give back is if you, if you watch the videos, you'll find I learned the hard way. I'm not afraid to try something, but I, I learned the hard way. <laughs> Hopefully the videos uh, uh, show don't do what I did. And uh, <laughs> y- y- I'll save you a few hours and a few bucks along the way. 
Well, and you talk about lifts, you know, another key factor with that is make sure the concrete you're putting that lift on can support it properly because some That's right. some carports or garages, they're not poured, the slabs aren't poured very thick. And uh, wow, you, you put the wrong, you know, the lift up there and you don't have it attached to enough weight or it doesn't handle that, it can either crack or fall into the ground or heaven forbid you put the car up there at a little bit too much weight on one end and I've seen those things fall over. Uh, oh so, boy. Yeah, so there's yeah, all, those, all those different factors. Uh, so it's great. And as I always say, when you go out there online, caveat mTOR, maybe yep. check out Rudy's website as well and many others to make sure you're you're not getting yourself in over your head or you might end up uh, hurting yourself. Uh, how about a great yep. book? Is there a book that you've read that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, there's a couple and um, you'll appreciate this. The one the one that sticks out for me uh, right now is um, it's, it's probably about 10 or 15 years old now. It was Snipers, Shills, and Sharks. <laughs> eBay and the Human Behavior by Ken Steiglitz. He's a professor at uh, Princeton University, not too far from here. And it really talks about, I, I've always been a, with analytics and that, I've always been interested in game theory and, and human behavior. He puts together a, a, a readable economics book on uh, how people behave with various auctions and what some of the strategies are. And quite frankly, uh, coming out of that, it was really an eye-opener for me on on why I'm contrarian compared to other all of the other uh, car auction sites in that we don't have a two-minute time extension rule. So we can make a show on debating the merits of that. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yep. but uh, it's 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 an interesting thought because eBay doesn't have it, and but there's other mechanisms in place that allow bidders to bid to their maximum as opposed to being pressured into perhaps becoming a high bidder and having the winner's curse. Yeah. So really. Really great book to, to, to understand if you're going to do auctions, uh, understand yourself before you bid. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And another one is a, is a fascinating read is um, the author is Donald Miller building a, a story brand. If you're doing any kind of uh, website design, it really makes you take a hard look at how your website's set up and how you get your message across. Fascinating. Um, yeah, very good book. Very good. I'll put both these books on Rudy's show notes page. You can find them with quick, easy links to buy along with all right. the other inspiring automotive enthusiasts uh, here on Cars. Yeah, uh, we're going to take one more short break. We come back, we're going to go on what I like to call the ultimate drive. So keep that in mind and we will be right back. Today's vehicles are essentially computers on wheels and it takes more than a wrench and oil to keep them humming. That's why Cars Yeah supports TechForce Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to driving tomorrow's workforce of skilled technicians forward. Techs keep our cars, trucks, airplanes, and fleets rolling. Yet there's a massive tech shortage because many young people don't know it's no longer a blue-collar job. Today, it's a new-collar career. It involves computers, technology. It's in high demand. You get paid really well. And you can live and work anywhere in the country. I know you're passionate about cars, trucks, and motorcycles. And you can help pass that passion on to the next generation of techs so our rides keep rolling down the road. Visit techforce.org today and learn how. So, Rudy, I have a magic scepter, which enables you to pick any vehicle in the world to take a magic drive in. Now, you mentioned that ride that you and your wife went on uh, in your Boxster, but this is fantasy time. So you can pick any car in the world. You can pick anybody you're going to be going with, living or deceased, and any road that you might want to be on. So what does your ultimate drive look like today? The ultimate drive for me would be uh, 
probably going, if I could meet anybody automotive wise, I would want to meet uh, Ferdinand Porsche. I, I think, um, you know, and, and driving in a 356. And I, I mean, just just the history of that man from people don't even realize he, he built one of the first electric cars to yeah. tractors to being involved with the Beetle, not only from a, an automotive standpoint, but from a, a geopolitical standpoint and and what he had to endure you know the early uh, uh, 1900s and um, I just think it would be fascinating to hear uh, his side of it you know learn from it yeah there's a, a great series I just started watching it's been out for a while one of them is the cars that made America the other is about cars that made the world basically and they talk about Ferdinand Porsche in there and those of us who are Porsche fanatics like you and me know a lot mm-hmm. about his history but when you watch that show I learned some things on that show about him that I I didn't know how the whole Volkswagen Beetle came about and then there's always a controversy mm-hmm. between that other guy they came up with maybe the real first Beetle but and then people oh well yeah. Hitler invented the Beetle I kind of doubt that <laughs> uh, you know I'm not so sure he was the great engineering mind but uh, at any rate Uh, fascinating reads. I think that would be a pretty fun ride. Now, when you think about the Porsche 356, uh, is there a special era of 356 you'd like to be in? Would it be one of the early cars, uh, the A's, the B's, the C's? I like the B's um, and, and, you know, just a a little bit more refined. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, it's a relative term in those those days. It had come of age at that, and uh, I think that would be a, just a neat car to, to drive around. In, in, my, in my earlier years, I t- fooled around with Volkswagen Beetles, and so it wasn't much of a stretch to, to th- think about what, uh, you know, drive, driving the Beetles I used to have. It's not much of a stretch to think about what a 356 would have been back in the day. Unfortunately now, I mean, they're just unobtainium. Un- They've uh, become um, quite pricey. I was thinking what would be kind of fun if you're with Ferdinand is to put – you in a 356 outlaw that either Rod Emery or John Wilhoy built yeah. with, with their two liter, 2.2 liter. I mean, up to 2.4 liter motors. Those guys putting those things, the special it's crazy. Uh, suspensions. I think Ferdinand would appreciate the fun stuff they're having, hot rodding those, those 356s. <laughs> and it makes for a more enjoyable ride too. You go a lot faster and handle a lot better. Great point. Yeah, pretty cool. You've given us uh, a wonderful ride today, uh, guys with rides, uh, which is the fun thing. What you're doing before I let you go could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom guidance some success quote or a mantra yeah so it's uh i, I always look back to juan manuel fangio okay. and if you remember him a vintage formula one driver which which by the way i i love the soundbite you have on your uh, thing because that's what a formula one car should sound like a, <laughs> a wailing v10 and not the tractor motors they have today but ferrari I think yeah um yeah <laughs> uh but he always said you must always strive to be the best, but never think you are. Uh, yeah. And I just, I, I just always resonated with me since early in my career. And I think we all could learn from Absolutely. I got to meet him at Laguna Seca uh, oh, long, wow. long ago. He was the featured guy before we lost him. And, and you know, we got a student line with my poster and got to shake his hand and he signed the thing. And uh, But just to be able oh. to see him in person, I was like, whoa, he, you know, and this was 20 plus years ago. Well, longer than that, 30 plus years ago. Holy cow. I've been going there for a long yeah. time. So yeah, uh, fantastic guy. And I love that quote, be humble. Yeah. What's the best way for people to learn more about guys with rides? Well, you can go to www.guyswithrides, and from there, you can learn uh, all about 
why we're different and what we're doing. And if you're not, you don't, the best part about our site is it's not just about auctions. We have a, the community, like I said, we have the Craigslist classifieds that I'm writing about six days a week. And you can enjoy that as well as the other, um, um, some off topics that we have that uh, are automotive related. So it's, it's a website for, uh, for people in the marketplace or people that just uh, are looking for some great automotive content. You also mentioned YouTube. Yes. So the YouTube channel is there as well. It's guys, everything is guys with rides on YouTube. It's the the guys with rides channel. Our social media um, is at guys with rides. So if you want to check it out every day, we put content up on all of those things uh, six days a week. There you go. I'll put all those links on Rudy's show notes page. Just go to carsdata.com, type in, I think you might be the only Rudy, which is very Interesting, considering Good. I've interviewed 1,877 <laughs> people now. Rudy Samsel, S-A-M-S-E-L, is the spelling of his last name, and you'll find him right there. Rudy, hey, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise. Congratulations on what you're doing. You have gone out, put your own shingle out, and are making some waves. Congratulations on your success. It's absolutely phenomenal. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Mark, thank you again for the opportunity, and I, I appreciate it. And uh, thank you to all your listeners for uh, hanging out and uh, checking out Guys With Rides. Absolutely. Go to guyswithrides.com. You're going to have some fun. Pour yourself a long drink, though. You're going to be there a while. Guys With Rides. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to carsyeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!